Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pushing 60 Aside podcast. I am your host, Gene Fleming. We're recording right here at Lookout Mountain in northeast Alabama in my hometown of Fort Payne. Yeah, I love living here. It's just got to be one of the best places in the world to live. The weather seems to be perfect. We got four seasons that are separated uh, clearly, and um, you know the summers are fairly mild. Uh, of course, you wouldn't believe that today. I was out doing some yard work, and, and we were up in the mid-80s, and it's not even June yet, and they're talking about 90 degrees by the weekend. But that's uh, that's living in Alabama, and you've, you've got to love it for what it is. Uh, over the last week or so, I've been writing a series of articles on my Facebook group called Living Fit at Every Age with Gene Fleming. And... Um, you know, because a lot of the people that are in this group, and if you're listening, you probably are in that group, um, came to this group because they were part of a weight loss group uh, called Body for Believers. And, and for a long time, my group was was called Body for Believers Fitness. And I decided to move away from that because it was so uh, centric to this diet that many of the readers and now listeners uh, tried for a season of time. Some of them had relative success with it, and some of them ended up just using that diet as yet one more yo-yo diet in many diets they had tried throughout their lives. And I understand the frustration of that. And um, as a person who has lost a ridiculous amount of weight and regained his health and and gotten in shape... um, I would never want my listeners or my readers to think that that the, any of it was easy. It, it was it was all work from the very first day the doctor looked at me and said, "You have congestive heart failure." Well, you know that was my big wake up call. I've mentioned that in podcasts before, so I won't labor that. But even today, you know, and my weight has been pretty much rock steady for over four years now. Now, I do have some seasonal changes in weight. Um, I tend to get a little heavier in the winter, not much, sometimes five, six, eight pounds. And then when the warmer weather hits, I tend to lose five, six, seven, eight pounds, sometimes 10. Last year when I was getting ready to run a half marathon, I I lost back down to about 175 pounds. And, you know, to be honest with you, even though I'm not a tall guy, 175 pounds is uh, not really a good weight for me. You know, my body fat was down around 14%, but, um, you know, I looked gaunt, if that makes any sense. You know, uh, I remember when I had kind of finished my epic uh, weight loss journey of about three years, I'd have people that hadn't seen me in a long time, and by that I mean a year or two, and they didn't see me change slowly, so seeing me suddenly at more than 100 pounds less than perhaps when they last saw me, they asked me some funny questions. And among those, some people asked me, my goodness, Gene, have you been sick? Did we not hear, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, because I guess, you know, when I lost down to around, say, 172 pounds, I I, I had a lot of loose skin and you know, and I hadn't built up any muscle really just yet. So I, I looked like somebody 
and, and coincidentally, I had gone completely bald during this period, not because of the weight loss, not because of the diet, it's just because it was in the genetic cards that I would go bald in my mid-50s. So if you hadn't seen me in a few years, and I pop up and I have no hair, and I'm 105 pounds smaller, well, I could understand how some people might would think that maybe I'd been in chemotherapy. Well, I can laugh at that now, but, you know, the journey went on, and I still... I still have to watch my weight. I only weigh once a week, and whatever it is, it is. I log it on my Fitbit app, and um, you know, and and I just use that once a week weigh-in kind of as the the you know just kind of like a checkup. That's that's what I'll call it. It's a checkup. I just want to make sure that I'm not gaining, and that you know that I'm not losing unnaturally you know that I'm because I have to make sure I'm eating enough to fuel the things that I do and I walk a lot and I run a lot and I lift a lot and I train other people a lot and usually when I'm training an individual whatever he or she is doing I'm doing right along with them except for in the weightlifting area but if we're working on a, a high intensity interval training a session where we start out walking slow and then we do sprints or you know really super fast walking to elevate their heart i'm right up there in there with them doing it and sometimes we kind of play a game of tag where i'm getting the client to stay up with me you know just as we're doing the sprint and, and those sprints aren't long usually about 50 yards or so but um so i have to monitor my weight well, over the last couple of weeks, I've been writing a series of articles called If I Needed to Lose Some Weight. And by some weight, I'm not talking about 100 pounds now. I'm talking about if I knew my weight was going up and I just wanted to keep it in check. That's where I'm coming from on this. If I just needed to you know, shed a few pounds, I'm not talking about 25 or 30 pounds, but I'm talking like I've weighed in and my weight is up like six pounds over the last two weeks. Well, that sets off an alarm in my head because, number one, uh, I know my diet hasn't changed much, or maybe it did. Maybe I sneaked a few fast food meals, and, and maybe I ate a, a few too many peanut butter sandwiches. I don't know, but if my weight has gone up, you know, three, four, five, six pounds over a couple of weeks, I know that I didn't add that weight in muscle. You know, when you lift a lot and you, your muscles get larger, yes, you're going to put on lean body mass. So when I weigh, I'm interested in two things. One, what's my literal weight? I always weigh at the same time. First thing in the morning after I've gone to the bathroom. That, you know, no sense weighing that, right? And, uh, and I take my weight and my body fat percentage. I have a set of scales that uh, sends a little electrical current through my body, one foot to the other, and it estimates my approximately um, body fat percentage. The body fat percentage to me is simply one of the most important things that I can be concerned with because it's a true reflection of my body composition. And I'm looking to be about 42% muscle, have about six pounds of bones, and um, you know, and uh, about 50% water, and you know, about 18% uh, body fat and and some body fat is a healthy thing you know god designed us this way to to carry some body fat and 
and body fat is just stored fuel. Unfortunately, I got to a point where I had too much fuel. Let's talk about these articles that I wrote over the last couple of weeks because uh, there's some there's some nuggets of wisdom in them, and and I wanted to share them via the podcast. So the title was, If I Needed to Lose Some Weight. Well, I kind of gave a list of things, and sometimes lists are helpful because I'd like to know why I'm gaining weight in the first place and why I feel the need to lose some weight. So the first thing I'd do is I'd do an audit of my pantry. That's right, I'd clean out the pantry and the refrigerator. If any junk foods had slipped in there, sugary foods, any snack that I might would binge on, uh, simple foods like uh, simple carb foods like instant oatmeal, grits, um, breads, canned biscuits, white rice, mashed uh, potatoes, powdered mashed potatoes. Uh, you know, all that stuff would have to go bye-bye. Now, I'm not going to throw that food away. I'm going to donate it to a local food bank. But along with that, I'd probably also check my refrigerator and and see what's in the door. You know, sometimes the sauces and um, like barbecue sauce, um, preserves, jellies, jams, uh, any of those things that are really high sugar, you know, I might have to let those go too. Uh, second, on uh, trying to lose some weight, I'd, I'd go shopping. Uh, when I went shopping, I'd try to shop mostly in the periphery of the grocery store. And I'd really hit the produce section hard, but I'd also hit the frozen section pretty hard for uh, frozen vegetables. You know, they're convenient. Uh, some of them, you know, you can just steam and, you know, because I don't want to be in the kitchen cooking for 45 minutes to an hour every night. And I would also make a trip through the meat department where I'd buy lean meats, skinless chicken, and fish like tilapia or cod. And I'd also buy salmon salmon, because, uh, you know, it's a good source of omega-3 fatty acids. And frankly, I buy a lot of eggs. You know, the doctors used to run us away from eggs left and right, but, you know, we've now realized that... Uh, a few eggs are not going to hurt us, and by a few eggs, I eat about a dozen eggs a week. And, you know, also in my arsenal of food that I would want to have on hand uh, is uh, I'd like to have some type of protein shake mix and uh, and perhaps some steel-cut oats, um, brown rice, things like that, that, uh, that have some fiber to them. I'd buy squash and peas and... Um, you know, dried beans and, you know, and I don't, I don't use too many canned vegetables and I certainly don't buy anything like uh, baked beans in a can because they're just pure sugar. It's just pure sugar. I can live without sugar every day. You know, thirdly, I might buy some sugar-free green tea. Um, it's not a bad choice if you're trying to lose some uh, weight, but personally, I'm not opposed to someone uh, buying some sugar-free flavor additives for their water, you know, whether it's sugar-free lemonade or or fruit punch or anything like that. And you might be shocked to hear me say this, but I'm not going to judge somebody that's trying to lose weight for buying a diet soda or two. I'm really not. Now, I don't want people sitting around tanking up on diet soda all day long every day. I'd much rather that my... Uh, clients, especially my weight loss clients, get in the habit of drinking water. No, I don't care if they put a squeeze of lime or lemon in it, but uh, this water habit is just an excellent one to have. 
you know, the one thing about water, your body knows exactly what to do with it. It doesn't have to filter out the artificial flavors, the artificial sweeteners, the caramel coloring. Besides, what is caramel coloring? I, you know, it just says that on the label, but it doesn't tell you where they got it from, so I don't know exactly what that is. And about coffee. Nothing in the world wrong with coffee, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, coffee has gotten so fancy in the last, uh, I don't know, 20 years or so, you just can't have a coffee. It's got to be a uh, triple mocha latte grande or something, you know, with uh, special syrup flavors in it and heavy cream and whipped toppings. And and so what used to be a, you know, a cup of coffee with maybe a cube of sugar in it and a shot of cream is, and coming in at, oh, perhaps uh, 75 calories is now a coffee drink that... Um, may top the scales at 500 calories. Oh yeah, that's right, as high as 500 calories. So, you know, I'm not opposed to my weight loss clients having coffee. Um, I'm not opposed to them using an artificial uh, sweetener in that. Um, I'm really, I, I, I do warn people about using too much powdered creamer um, because it's made out of corn syrup solids, which is just you know, a form of sugar. So if you're really trying to shave the calories, have your coffee, artificially sweeten it, but you can cut it with some heavy whipping cream or just regular milk if you feel the need. Uh, as I continue looking at what I can do to lose some weight, I'd think about uh, snacks because I am a snacker. Not going to lie to you. It lying does nobody any good. The truth is that I'm always going to have nuts in the house. And, and, you know, well, okay, well, we typically have almonds here. We typically have pecans here. And neither of us are big walnut fans. But, um, so, uh, pecans and almonds. And even though it's not technically a nut, uh, peanuts are a good source of protein and fat. And, you know, and one thing that's good about peanuts is they will satiate your hunger. So... If I can eat a quarter cup of, you know, low-sodium dry-roasted peanuts, it's a good choice to keep me from eating something evil like a bag of Keeblers. I'm just going to say it out loud. So there you go. And also, if I'm shopping, I'd want to buy some strawberries, maybe some blackberries, uh, blueberries, uh, all of those things. Just They're just good choices, antioxidants. And what about potatoes? Ah, well, I mentioned those powdered mashed potatoes earlier, but... Uh, you know, I, when I'm trying to lose weight, I'm not going to eat uh, white potatoes. I, I'm just not. Whether they got red skin or brown skin, uh, golden skin, you know, I'm going to stay away from white potatoes, but I will eat. I'll make an entire supper out of a sweet potato with a side of green beans or a small cut of beef. And, uh, you know, I'm looking for sources of fiber here. I'm looking for sources of uh, vitamins and minerals. And the sweet potato is an excellent choice. And um, I probably eat, I don't know, three or four sweet potatoes per week. Um, I've never gotten fat eating sweet potatoes. Now, if I took that same sweet potato and doused it with honey or and cinnamon or any combination of anything else, 
maybe not such a good choice. Now, I've learned to eat my sweet potatoes with just a little tad of butter on them, and uh, and I'm good with that. You know, I, I feel I almost feel like I'm cheating when I eat sweet potatoes. When I buy my sweet potatoes, I'm looking for one about the size of my fist, not the one that's the size of a small football. And uh, and yes, I eat the whole thing for supper. If I really wanted to lose some weight, I'd want to get myself off the uh, blood sugar roller coaster. And to do that, uh, I'd want to eat about five times a day. Ugh, five times a day, but I'm not eating big meals. I'm just consuming anywhere from three to 400, maybe 350 calories per meal. So in the morning, I'd have that breakfast of, uh, you know, steel-cut oats, and there's going to be about 200 of my calories, and then, you know, I'm probably going to have a grapefruit, you know, or I may have a, a small protein shake for breakfast. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to come in right about that point. And so, anyway, I want to try to eat five times a day. I might eat breakfast at 7, uh, uh, another meal at 10 a.m., another meal at 1 uh, another meal at 5, and maybe even another meal as late as 7 or 8 p.m. This is to keep me from getting into that starving feeling that we sometimes get when we're dieting. And, um, or I, don't, I hate saying the word dieting because it sounds like I'm going to step into some kind of food prison or something. But by dieting here, I just mean if I'm trying to lose some weight. And my goal is always to lose the weight slowly. We don't put weight on quickly, and it's unrealistic to expect that, you know, we're going to do a magic diet for two weeks and drop 15 pounds. Um, it's just not clinically possible to do that. Sure, we can lose a lot of weight in, in two weeks or three weeks, and it's mostly water weight, some muscle, and a little bit of fat. And uh, if I want to get dehydrated, <laughs> I can just go for a run. But I didn't lose any fat, and the goal is to lose fat. So, all right, finally, uh, you know, I try to walk 30 minutes every single day, just as fast as I could. If that's not very fast, well, it's as still as fast as I can walk. And another helpful tip, I, I believe, is I wouldn't tell everybody at work and my family and uh, in, the, in, the, in the office or, or wherever I, I'm not going to walk in on a Monday morning and make this grandiose announcement. Okay, everybody, I'm on a diet. Because you kind of box yourself in when you do that. But you be in charge of it. You make the decisions. You buy the food. You prepare the food. You eat the food. And then if three months later, somebody comes up and says, Hey, have you lost weight? Well, I didn't even know you were dieting. That would be excellent. It's not that we're trying to fool anybody or surprise anybody, but the last thing I want happening to me when I'm actively trying to lose some weight is getting a critique from a family member or a friend that's, that's always asking me, well, how's that diet going? I don't want to hear that. Uh, you know, I, I just, it's, it's not a positive motivator for me. And sometimes I think... Uh, other people enjoy seeing us fail. And sometimes if we tell people, well, I'm going to go on a diet, they're already thinking, 
Oh, I've seen you do it before. You know, I'm not expecting you to stick with this one any better than you did the last three, four, five, ten diets you were on. And so I think sometimes there's a mean streak in people, um, especially people that are close to us, where they they just don't believe we're serious. And and so for maybe for that reason, they're not going to invest in the process, and they're they're not expecting to encourage you in the process. Um, they're just waiting for you to come in and say, "Well, I quit. I'm tired of this diet, and I'm about to starve to death." And and uh, I quit. Well, did you lose any weight? I lost three pounds over two and a half weeks, and it's just not worth it. Well, my friend, if you lost two and a half pounds of fat in two and a half weeks, that would be excellent. You know, but somewhere we got diet math in our heads that we had to lose a pound or two every day. And that's just bad thinking. It's bad medicine. It's bad science. You know, if you can lose one to two pounds per week, five to ten pounds a month, that is an excellent, healthy rate of weight loss. So every day I'm going to try and get that 30-minute walk in. Some people can do this on four meals a day, and they can make those meals, you know, uh, even 400, 450 calories per meal. You know, you can you can play around with this. This is not written in stone. You must eat five or six times a day. But uh, the goal is we want to we want to stay satisfied throughout the day, and we want to um, eat when we're hungry and we we don't want to allow ourselves to get super hungry that famished feeling where you could walk into uh McDonald's and order one of everything on the menu if you like that kind of food so this is what I would do but the closing rule on this strategy if I wanted to lose some weight is if I'm hungry I've got to eat because if I get too hungry I'm just a human being I tend to make some poor choices in what I do eat. And that's when I whip through the drive-thru. And I could get a kid's meal at any of the fast food places. But I'm sitting there starving, and I want a lot of it. I want a big burger with two patties of meat on it and all the trimmings and the jumbo fries. So I'm telling you, as one human to another, I know the struggle and this is this this diet strategy that I'm talking about is I just want to lose some weight. I don't want to be miserable for a week or two weeks or five weeks or a year. No, I just want to lose some weight. I'm going to weigh in once a week. See how I'm doing. If it's up, it's okay. If it but it, but if it comes down, that's okay. Sometimes we hit plateaus, you know, we'll lose three pounds the first week and nothing the second, then two pounds the third week. And, you know, and it just goes that way. Don't beat yourself up if you're trying to lose some weight. Well, will this strategy work if you had a lot of weight to lose? As a matter of fact, it would. As a matter of fact, it would. The goal is to eat healthy food, keep your blood sugar level stable, Eat complex carbs, eat lean meats, fish, and poultry, eliminate all the sugar, and uh, you know get plenty of protein. It's uh, it's I would like to say it's not rocket science. 
Well, it's not rocket science, but it is science. If we feed our bodies healthy foods, our bodies will respond. Your body knows exactly what to do with all the micronutrients that are contained in a stalk of broccoli. It knows exactly what to do with the protein that comes in eggs and meat and fish. It knows exactly what to do with the fiber that are found in beans and, and, and vegetables. And so the idea here is treat our bodies well, eat modestly, eat often, and keep our daily caloric intake under 2,000 calories a day. Most people don't realize how many calories they're eating every day. Um, you know, I uh, was listening to NPR today, and the National Institute of Health recently did a controlled study. The results were just published, and they wanted to compare what effect um, a typical American diet had on somebody as opposed to somebody that was not allowed to eat highly processed foods. Well, they had 20 people that were actually sequestered to the National Institute of Health. 10 were put on highly processed food diets. No limits on what they could eat, no, no limits on what kind of processed foods they could eat, but all of their foodstuffs in their diet were processed foods. And this is stuff like hamburger helper, uh, beans that have been prepared and put in cans, uh, you know, uh, corn dogs on a stick out of the frozen department, things like that, and breakfast cereals that are highly processed foods. The other people were eating uh, vegetables and lean meats and fish, and, and they their portions weren't controlled. After, after a couple of weeks, the group that was in the control, the control group that was eating highly processed foods, had gained on the average of about three pounds in two weeks' time. And trust me, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty significant weight gain. The group that had been eating healthy, natural foods that weren't processed were all down two to three pounds. This is the first time ever that a controlled study like this has been done to really say for sure do the highly processed foods, the Fruit Loops, the meals in a box, the pre-prepared uh, frozen dinners, do those things make us gain weight? And the answer is yes. And the other side of that coin is does the natural foods, vegetables and beans and whole grains, does that tend to help us lose weight? And the answer is yes. So, I throw that out there to you as, you know, not my proof, but what our own United States uh, National Institute of Health is determining about the, the stuff we're buying at the grocery stores. I know, I know, you want convenient, I want convenient, you want quick and easy, I want quick and easy, but the problem with us is the highly processed food is so palatable that on average, we eat 500 more calories a day when we're living on that stuff. Hey, you know, I was going to do a, um, a part two on this tonight, but I'm going to save it for another podcast because I think this is real. This is where people 
live. You know, I don't want you to try to lose weight by starving yourself to death because that just doesn't work. If it did, we'd all weigh a buck fifty or less. But, you know, we don't. And, um, you know, we're real people with real bodies. And, and those of us that are 60 and older, I'm telling you, our metabolism is slowing down a little bit. Uh, you know, we don't burn as many calories as we used to anyway. Some of us have become less active because we've retired. And uh, so I think you get the message. You want to eat well, get rid of all the sugar and junk. Um, you know, be careful about what you're drinking. Try to drink a lot of water. Eat nuts and berries. Uh, you know, I'm really not going to tell dieting clients that they can't have fruit in general, but they can't have fruit roll-ups, and they can't sit and eat a whole box of prunes or dried apricots every day. It's just too much sugar in that. And what about grapes? Well, we call those the four gram of sugar sugar bomb. You know, so what about raisins? Well, no, and raisins, the, <laughs> the sugar is just concentrated down to a little black pill. Healthy choices, fresh food, fresh frozen food, lean meats. You know, you get to pick and design your menu and eat it. You know, if you're into it, maybe it'd be good a couple of days a week to prepare meals for two days. Control the portions, control the calorie count. Be conscious of how you're assembling the meals because when you're only eating 300 to 400 calories a meal, uh, it's easy to get generous with any one thing, and we need to avoid that. Hey, well, you know, I think that's about a wrap for today. Thank you for listening. This is the Pushing 60 Aside podcast, and um, I enjoy doing this. I hope you enjoy listening to them. Thank you for being a faithful listener, and uh, I hope you'll keep coming back and hearing what <laughs> Pushing 60 has to say. Until next time. God bless.